Sex is an exchange of energy between body and spirit. Welcome to Light Talk with Lucio. I am your podcast host, Lucio. Thank you for joining me today, this morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are on the planet, around the world. Time is an illusion anyway. The sun rises, the moon is there. So welcome, welcome, welcome. My favorite conversation right now is about sex. Because as a child, I remember being in science class watching cartoons and animations of the anatomies between male and female when they were in the binaries during this time. And they would be cartoonized in a way in which we would show the development of the body from uh, pre-puberty to puberty to full-grown adults and to uh, mature adults. And I was always very curious about this understanding of how much are we actually opening the conversation about sex and education? Because right now, it seems to me that the way that we are receiving education of sex is actually in the entertainment industry with music and with film. And a majority of the time, the way that I've seen sex portrayed, especially in the queer community, is very mm, open in the sense of there's this freedom in which the bodies are being shared and exchanged. And sometimes there can be uh, a conversation around the energetics of the boundaries or what people are into. However, even in mainstream heterosexual portrayals of these relationships in films, it seems that the, uh, the way in which that these energies are exchanging are meeting at bars or going to college parties or they are actually in the back of alleys sometimes because this sense of our arousal can be so high in our libido for our sexual drive can really be so powerful in which because we haven't learned about our own bodies with ourselves, we then relate sex to being the need to have with someone else as a physical body. I remember being in high school and I had just come out at 16 years old as a sophomore and I remember the uncomfortable feelings I had talking about sex with my friends because at this time I was the only one that identified as queer when I was in high school amongst my friends and so these conversations around sex you know when I was dating my partners that's really the safest space that I felt and I remember feeling that I was very unlike everyone else in my social group because the conversations were always about the opposite sex and their bodies. And where we are in our lives right now, we're starting to understand that our bodies are our bodies. They are universal in the sense that we are all human. Yet what we have still become unaware of is this understanding of what sex really is. I mean, if we peel apart the layers of what sex is, some of us on the planet could be understanding that this is more than a physical exchange. This is energetic. This is emotional. This is psychological. There are so many factors that are involved with, with sex when it comes to two different bodies or multiple bodies being a part of the same shared experience when they're physically in contact. 
when we were younger, when I was younger as a child in, in school, we talked about sex and the biological structures of male and female and procreation and the sperm and the egg. Yet there was no conversation around the emotional attachments when it comes to sex. There was no conversations around boundaries. There was no conversations around what it would feel like psychologically to experience this intense feeling and sensation of pleasure and then have to navigate through that, there were no forms of healthy masturbation talking about how we are able to give ourselves permission to our bodies. And there can be many different reasons as to why we do not open that conversation because of either religious practices or uh, political beliefs. But at the end of the day, I posted a video all over my social media of TikTok and Facebook and Instagram of me being naked asking, what is my body to you? And I was curious as to how people saw me. And, and I say me as in the only way that we're going to have these conversations is if we actually allow ourselves to be at the, at the forefront of being able to have people reflect whatever they're projecting onto us so we can actually understand. And the powerful responses, many that I received, were as simple as when I asked, what is my body to you? The responses were... Nothing. And that is true. My body is nothing to you because it is my body. Another person commented saying, your body has no opinion for me. And my opinion for you has nothing to do with your body unless you invite me to share your body with you. So in these moments, I have been abstinent from penetrative sex for three years now. And the reason why I decided to do this was because I ended a relationship with my former partner and I'd realized that in order for me to exist inside of a healthy relationship, a real true healthy relationship, one that I'd experienced with a friend, then I have to understand that in those relationships for me existing in these, these are all so rooted in the foundation of love and healthy communication and talking about my feelings. And there are no sexual implications as to anything that I would cross that boundary with when it comes to those relationships. And I've always discovered and found that within those friendships and familial relationships, my life with them has been so profound in growth. It has become so beautiful to develop and to navigate these relationships because there is this sense of safety and security that I'm experiencing that someone can share with me in a shared space without me having to enter their body or them entering mine. So even when it comes to casual sex, what are the conversations we are having with these partners or these people around sex and allowing our bodies to be a part of these experiences? I got tested recently because even though in my abstinence, I still have given myself permission to explore my sexuality with various partners, and I have my own boundaries of what that looks like, and I had a conversation with the gentleman working at the clinic when I got tested, and he asked me, you know, when, when they tell you their status or they tell you where they are in their sexual journey, do you trust them? And I say, of course, and they say, well, why do you trust them? I go, well, because they told me, and he said, where's the proof? And I said, well, they told me. Yeah, where is the proof? If you are going to engage in any sexual encounter, then the proof is showing a card that they've gotten from the clinic, and it says what their status is for everything they've been tested for. 
And it was in that moment that I'd realized even though I'd not had penetrative sex, I still allowed myself to be a part of some physical exchange where I realized I really didn't know for sure if this person had been fully honest or even if their awareness was that they were fully honest, the truth is they could have been with someone the day before that said, oh, I'm completely XYZ as well. So when it comes down to what is sex, sex is so expansive. It goes beyond the biological structures of the human anatomy and it taps into these energetic forms of emotional connection, of psychological creation, and it can have this ability to actually become attached or codependent for pleasure and a pleasure that seems to be fleeting, right? What is an orgasm? That is a contraction of the body releasing a sense of a heightened feeling and sensation of pleasure. What happens during an orgasm if it were to be an ejaculation? Well, a life force truly is created. So men have their sperm, women have their eggs. And when those two intersect, that's creating the ability to have a new life on the planet. And the woman, the female, biologically, is the only vessel that exists on our planet which can actually bring life into the world. So if you think about this, what is the power of my sperm or my eggs as an individual? It is the power I have to create. What can I create? What can I create with my sexuality, with my sexual energy? By being able to really have these open and honest conversations about sex, we have the opportunity to completely change the narratives in which we are seeing and films that you would not bring your children to. And if you do bring your children to, I really hope you're having these conversations around what is actually being portrayed on screen. We have so many lives in our world that I possibly couldn't fathom what it would be like to experience what someone else is experiencing living on the opposite side of the planet. And the illusion is that we live in a state or a city or a country, yet these have been created by man that allows us this feeling of separation. Therefore, this provides status. So because the man as the human entity of flesh and bone, has created these rules or doctrines or political narratives, then all of a sudden these species of human, which we exist as, either can be able to move forward with them and say yes to them, or we can have conversations around why they're in place and why they're existing. So, why are we having public education? What is the point of public education? Why does it exist? What are we learning? What is being taught? What can be taught? And what would you wish for your future children to study and understand when they go to school when the time comes? Where are you in your life around sex? What is it that we gain from pleasure? What can we experience and feel when it comes to pleasure? 
And what do we reach for either within or on the outside of us to receive that pleasure? Are we seeking pleasure of sex by needing or believing we have to be using someone else's body? Because truthfully, you have the answer, and whatever answer you come to, if you break it down and ask yourself why, you will find something there for you that maybe has yet to be fully expressed or realized. There is no direct answer that one person could give you. There are only questions within yourself in which you actually will find the answer for you. Are you willing to challenge yourself by separating yourself from your religious and political beliefs to actually question the anatomy of the human body? Religion and political belief have nothing to do with your body. Not one bit. Because all of those written texts of any form came from man. They could be inspired by, divinely guided by, the hand in which that wrote it was by man, flesh and bone, human. I'd like to present some questions for you. So when you go to a restaurant and you step inside, do you ever feel the energy of, oh my goodness, this was the right choice, we definitely had to be here? Or do you ever feel those energies of going, whoa, this is uh, maybe not my vibe so much, and I think we're going to think we're going to go ahead and skip out and go down the street somewhere else. Your energy has given you the information that you needed before you even sat down at the table and looked at the menu. So what happens when you enter a space where you actually can, from a memory, feel whether you were welcomed in this space or whether you felt out of place? This is your energy body telling you how you are reacting to your environment. I've been there before. I've absolutely been there before. So that means that whatever I'm experiencing is coming from something that's existing outside of myself, yet it still has this effect on me. So when it comes to sex between two people, whatever this person is experiencing, trauma, shame, guilt, infidelity, when they're entering you or vice versa, your energies are exchanging and they are truly being embedded in whichever orifice that it has been invited to. You're exchanging energies. So when you're exchanging energy with yourself, because sex is not between two people, sex is an energy exchange between body and spirit. Because during that climax or that orgasm, life can be created. Now, the potential for that is also understanding that you can cycle through your own energy. And you can create with your own sexuality, with your own body, what you desire to create. That is not dependent upon another physical being. When are we going to give ourselves permission as a collective mass in our society to question the human body and every form and facet that exists? What if we gave ourselves permission 
to explore our bodies by ourselves, with ourselves, and understand the power that it holds? When are we going to look at our own kind and realize that their body has nothing to do with us except for the fact that their body, their body is theirs and my body is mine? And what I can understand in this distinction is if I'm looking at another body and I'm objectifying it or I'm judging it or I'm questioning it, it's because I'm so unsure of mine. If I have to spend time watching a film with sex and feel anything in my body and still feel like I'm not sure what's going on, then I'm not getting all the information I need. Which that means our children are not getting the information that they need. Which means that our parents never got the information that they needed. Which means that our government and our education system does not fully yet have the information that are needed to be able to move forward, to understand the sovereignty of our body, our sacredness and our sexuality, and our own reliance for our forms of pleasure. And if and when the time comes to be able to engage with another physical being, we are so fully aware and immersed in the experience to understand that everything that we are choosing to engage with this other person comes at the byproduct and the effects of everything that I am experiencing as an existing human being and what they are existing as a human being that are merging together and transferring our energies to meet into one location, embedded in our bodies. Am I going to give myself permission for you to enter me or vice versa? And I'm willing to accept or take everything that you have going on with you, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, energetically, physically. Is my body worth it to mix with yours? We are the most powerful species that exists on the planet. And we are the only species that have to pay to live on the planet. So by default, we are living in a grand illusion. We can use these tools to move forward and provide proper education and awareness and knowledge. This is a call to arms for every person who understands the spiritual and physical and energetic purpose of being on this planet. Have these conversations. Ask questions about your body. Have a group of friends that you can talk about sex with. Have a group of friends that you can masturbate with, that have the same bodies as you do. Because the more that you become curious about what you are and how you relate with the sensations and feelings of pleasure and the curiosities you have with someone that looks like you, you are going to understand that you have everything within you to become curious about the experience. And how do we relate with people? We share and yet the greatest form of our pleasure comes from this feeling within our body of this sexual ecstasy. And yet we are so unwilling to have these open dialogue conversations about what it is or how it means or what we do with it. What 
is the fear around our bodies. What is the shame or the guilt or the narrative that we are holding in and perpetuating for cycles and generations that allow us to come to this place and space of realizing, I won't talk about it. Either because I read it somewhere, that it's unholy, or because someone has written it on paper, that I'm not allowed to. Neither have to exist for you. Neither have to exist for you. Remove sex from another person if you choose and question and challenge what is sex for you. And then I invite you to gift yourself with the opportunity to experience your own pleasure with yourself by yourself. Begin to listen and understand your body. And men, I invite you to take it a step further. If you are someone that is active watching porn, if you find that you are constantly masturbating, that you constantly need to seek out sex from many partners or from your one partner, your life force is your sperm. That is your energy. Do not waste it. Do not waste it. That is your vitality. That is what actually provides life once it meets an egg. Do not waste it. Use it. Give it back to yourself. Give it back to your body. Do not waste it. Perhaps that could be a, a biblical reference when it said, do not spill the seed. Maybe, maybe the spilling is not wasting it or throwing it away or rolling it up into a towel. You can find ways to give it back to yourself. You can be creative and figure that out. And remember, if you're going to create life and if you're having unprotected sex and you're coming from a place of trauma and you're only having sex to feel good and, and if you are unready to have a child, you have to be aware and present of the laws that are existing right now against abortions. So if you get pregnant or if you're a part of a pregnancy and you're living in a place within yourself where you are unsure or unclear of your path or your purpose and your energies exchange and that life is created, that life is a product of your experience in that moment of sex. Remember that. When you are having sex with another person, whatever you're dealing with in your life is going to be embedded in that child. What world do we want to live in? What world do we desire? I thank you for listening, and I love you. Each and every listener, I love you, and I'm grateful to show up here with you, and I invite you to have conversations with me. My email is lighttalkwithlucio at gmail.com, 
If there are any questions that you might have, any comments, any thoughts about any conversations I've had so far from internalized racism to the present episode now, please write to me. If there are questions that you have that you feel that you cannot connect with with any person in your community, ask me. I will keep it confidential if that's what you desire. The only way we're going to understand ourselves is by speaking with each other. You are loved, you are whole, you are complete, and you have what it takes within you to challenge what is so you can become all that you are. I am, I am, and I send you light and love and many blessings. May peace truly be with you.